What's up, Joes? We're back, and welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, and joined as always by my partner in crime, the host of the Full Heel Podcast, Mr. Rafael Chidez. Bang, bang, baby. Bang, bang. What's bang. up, brother? We're back. We are back and better than motherfucking ever. Yeah, I took a week off, too, off of my thing. Uh, it was my birthday last week, so I called it off on Tuesday. Sorry about that. No worries, man. No worries. Happy birthday. had a nice time with the family. Thanks. Uh, I had a nice time with the family. Um, Had uh, the nephews over, the parents over. They wanted a grill. Uh, we hung out with them. They got me a cake. Nice. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice time on Tuesday. So yeah, I took that day off, and then Friday I got to hang out with the the FHP crew. We ordered that breaded steak pizza. Yeah, we got two of those bitches, and that was enough for all of us. We didn't even finish them. Nah. Uh, we smoked the fuck ton. Uh, these guys gave me gifts. Either Bud or Quadro came through with the Funko Pop of uh, Hulkbuster. Yeah, that thing's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, so I got Bud and, and Hulkbuster from them. So it was, a pre- it was a pretty good birthday. And then nephew got me something. Um, so I got some I got some awesome gifts, some awesome figures that I need to open. But yeah, pretty good birthday. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear you had a good birthday. I'm, uh, I'm mentally preparing myself for mine next week. Yeah, you had a tough... Day, yeah, I had that four yeah. hours, a couple of to 24 hours at least. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, I, uh, I for the first time in my life as a driver or passenger in a car in Michigan, I hit a deer last night at about 70 75 miles an hour. Uh, but it didn't, it didn't like it, it just fucked up the front end, like, yeah, but it, it didn't do any damage, damage to him. It didn't look like there was any blood, any, like... No, it was a clean kill, like... You hit him in the head or something? Like, good God. I kind of just caught him in, like, the head, shoulder, body region, but okay. nothing got, like... My truck was low enough to the ground where, like, none of his parts got caught in anything or, you know, whatever. Yeah, so I think Michigan is one of the states that has the highest uh, deaths of people due to accidents because of deers. Yeah, man, they're it's, it's, it's they're up everywhere. there. They're it's kind of they're kind of rare in Chicago. We see them, but it more in the suburbs, and um, they're not as we don't see them as much as you guys would. Yeah. Oh yeah, they run. I mean, our highways are all just fucking on. We don't even have the signs. You guys have the signs. Yeah. Like we'll we rarely see the signs. Most of our highways are like in fields and shit, or you know, are just fields on the sides and woods. So. Yeah. They just come running across and bam. Biggest thing I killed with my car was a raccoon going about 70, going to Champagne at night. Uh, he stopped mid of my truck and he stopped and looked because he saw the lights, I guess. He was running across the, the highway and he just stopped and looked. I couldn't do anything, so I just kept going. 
but it felt so nasty because I felt him under the car. Like, oh, I felt yeah. him under the car and shit, and I was like, oh, shit. I hit one at 55-ish before, and, yeah, you just feel it go under you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of feel it under. Like, you feel it. Like, being the driver, you feel it. Yeah. It sucked, too, because it was like, it was a good night. I, I went I, I went to a concert. I went to see the guy that I um that I played the intro for is a rapper named Prof. And uh, dude, it was a great show. It was fucking hype as fuck. He was awesome. I had a great time. It was a good night. I'm driving home. Like, all right, I'm gonna go to bed. You know, I'll get a solid you know, four or five hours of sleep. Nope. <coughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that about your truck, but I'm glad that you're safe. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And thank you for, you know, I appreciate you reaching out this morning, dude. Yeah, it was a, it was a rough day, but uh, I, I do have I do have some good news. I have two two pieces of good news. Uh, number one is uh, it's about an hour and 15 minutes for me being able to have Red Dead Redemption in my hand. Jealous. So, so I'm I'm waiting to I, I get a bonus soon, like in November we get a like a check and a half bonus. So I'll get like a nine hundred dollar bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely gonna buy it for me. I could buy it tomorrow, but a couple of my nephews have Black Ops Four, I think it is, and I think that's what I'm gonna go for tomorrow. I haven't had a good shooter in a while. I and this is a shooter as well, but I want to play Black Ops with these guys, and then I'll probably pick it up in November. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. I played the uh, Red Dead Redemption two. This is Red Dead Redemption three. This is ten. It's Red Dead Redemption two. Two, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption one was based off of was uh, Revolver. Red Dead Revolver. Red Dead Revolver. Okay, uh-huh. and this one actually takes place before Red Dead Redemption happens. Good because I hated what's his name's kid. I don't know why I didn't like the guy, but the game was so good. I had you had to play it. The mm-hmm. guy's voice was annoying, like his son. Yeah. After after you take over, spoiler alert. After they kill him, uh, the main character and you or the co-main character, I guess. After they kill him and his son takes over, his, his son is weak sauce compared to his dad. Like his dad's <laughs> fucking badass, and then you get like a weak sauce, long-haired weirdo, and you're like, Fuck. it's like the ver- it's like fucking Carl from The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't even think about that. I just it just hit me. I was like, <laughs> you're, I was like, you're describing Carl. <laughs> yeah, I just needed the eye patch. I hated that bitch, Carl. Yeah, he was kind of he was a weird. I I I didn't get past season three. I think of The Walking Dead. I got through season like like halfway through season four, and I was done. Once they left the the prison, I I'm like, this is getting way too not complicated, but just. There's too much shit going on. I'm yeah. like, shit got super weird. But yeah, so it's it's motherfucking Red Dead Redemption Day. That's that's the the first piece of good news. I'm been in, oh god, I'm so excited for this fucking game. Jealous. Second bit of news, big bigger news is uh, this week. Uh, it is last the last episode we did was our 150th episode. Today is our three well Monday, but we're celebrating now. It is our three year birthday. Yay! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, three years of the average Joes, man. Awesome. Yep, we did it. Hooray! 
a round of applause. You can't see me. <laughs> Going in the circle and applauding. Yeah, man. It's been a good journey. We're here. I'm going on a year too. Nice. I'm going on my I'm going on my first year in December. Fuck yeah, dude. Congratulations to you. Coming At up. End of December with you guys. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you are. We will we will have a party. We We will have a party to celebrate Rafa's one year anniversary as a Joe. As there, an average Joe. There will be strippers. Cocaine. <laughs> I mean, there might All be stuff. there might be cocaine around for the strippers. I'm not doing the coke. Mm-hmm. But Did I tell these guys that I was super nervous when I went to go smoke weed at uh, a cop wedding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I told you right, but not... <laughs> so Saturday I went to a uh, Jamie's sister's a cop. So I was telling Jamie, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna take some blunts and we'll go out to my car and we'll just smoke a bunch and then come back in. He's like, you know, all of her friends are cops, and I'm like. Fuck. But I thought about it anyway. And I'm like, whatever. I'll just grind up some weed. I'll take uh, I'll take a little pouch of weed, my one hitter, and I'll go to the car and I'll just puff away. It'll be nighttime. Everyone will be pretty entertained. They're not going to fucking care. Um, I didn't realize I was going to go in reeking like weed, but I was still kind of fucking. I was still scared. Like smoking uh, blunts like, too. I forget you're back on the blunt kick. Yeah, only when other when other people are around. It's not like I have them here. Right. I don't have X. Yeah. But <laughs> um, in the woods. Yeah, my, I went in, and my brother's like, man, you reek. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. What are they going to do? Give me a ticket. Because that's, that's the least they can do now. Or the most, not the least. So it was a pretty good wedding. I got high as hell. Ate well. Good for you. Had some. Had two two good drinks, Long Island iced tea, and Ooh. I forgot what kind of whiskey they had. But uh, they had a pretty good open bar. People were getting, like, uh Coffee, uh, coffee, liqueur, fucking drinks and shit. Oh, it's it was that kind of party. Oh, dude, they had everything and anything. Dude, if you went up there and you asked for a beer, it was on tap. Nice. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? It had like a French name to the banquet hall. I don't know. It was fancy as fuck. Of course it was. It was, like, was. was 45 minutes away from Chicago. My parents are like, it was super far. And I'm like, no, nah, you just never been over here. It got kind of, uh, it got kind of rural. That's why. Right. Big open fields and shit. Goddamn. Yeah, but it was nice. That's what's up, dude. Hell yeah. Had a nice time. So not to, you know. I know you hit a deer, but <laughs> no, dude. <I'm, laughs> I have been fucking moping about that shit all day. Like, I'm, I'm whatever. I'm ready to to have fun and laugh, and that's why I'm that's why I'm excited for this game. Like, I'm gonna get distracted about it. Three hours of sleep. I got a bunch of caffeine in me. It's gonna be interesting. You're not gonna sleep. You're just gonna play. Uh, I mean, I will sleep eventually. I I'm figuring I'm gonna put in a couple like three four hours. I'll probably go to bed like one one thirty, maybe two. Mm-hmm. We'll see how I'm yeah. feeling. But I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna run to Target after work tomorrow and pick up Call of Duty because he's Quadra wants to record something. So I'm gonna get as much as I can in tomorrow before he comes. Nice. Yeah, I want to play some Call of Duty. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played a shooter in a while, man. I haven't played Duty. I used uh two or Black Ops two was like. <laughs> That was my shit. Me and uh me and my roommate at the time, Tony, and uh couple of guys like he was friends with and some other people that were part of like that we we had a little crew, man. We used to go fuck shit up. Nice. I was never great at it. I was I was mid level decent. But I always choose shotguns in those games. I'm the one that's running forward all the time. 
Yeah, I liked I like shotties. I got pretty good with like being able to run around with a handgun in some mm-hmm. instances. Like I still got fucked up a lot, but I got a decent amount yeah. of kills. And then like I mean I love my fucking uh assault rifles. Yeah, I'll stick to a shotgun mid-range assault rifle. But like I would like when they did double XP weekends and shit, we'd stay up all night and just try <laughs> like we used to, it was there was no sleep till prestige. Nice. So you'd stay up and play matches and shit to your prestige, and then you can go to bed. Dab it out. Yeah, it was pre-dabs. Pre-dab. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. like, yeah, it was pre-dabs. I think I I was living in that like a probably six seven months later. I got my first rig. Maybe a little bit less, but it was it was like ta- like this was like in November December, and then tax time came in like April. So by then I was kind of already not playing as much mm. but yeah i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some dabs before i get into i mean i gotta fucking it's gonna take forever to load because it's 150 gigs oh damn uh-huh but the cool thing at least for with playstation like because of the file sizes and shit the, the game will download like enough that it needs so that you can start playing okay so it'll get like six seven gigs or something worth of shit <laughs> downloaded so you can actually start playing and not have to wait forever to play your game cool. because everything's downloaded yeah that's yeah cool. yeah so that's cool so i'm gonna we have to wait like probably 40 45 minutes for it to download mm. yeah it's gonna be a badass game uh-huh. the graphics look sick uh-huh i'm very excited and i got the day off tomorrow so Nice. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. And then we got a fight on Saturday, man. UFC's back. Yeah, fight night. Uh, Ozdemir versus... The Lionheart. Smith, yeah. From Moncton, Moncton, New Brunswick. Motherfucking Canada. God, that name has fucked me up. That goddamn name has fucked (laughs) me up so much. That one, that name got a fucking first round KO on you, bro. Dude, if, first fucking minute KO, one punch, <laughs> one kill. I was like, oh shit! I think Jeff's having a stroke. I might be. I might be stroking out, dude. That, but I mean, that deer fucked him up more than he thought. He didn't know. Moncton is, or Monc- <laughs> yeah, Moncton is just. It's it's weird because it, it's the sea. Yeah. The sea in the middle Mon- throws me off. Yeah, Moncton. I wanted. Oh, I wanted to be Montcon. Yeah, Montcon makes it looks like it makes more sense. It flows mm-hmm. better. Yeah, that that shit doesn't flow. I'm just an idiot. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna have to call fucking uh, we'll call Ryan. Ryan, right now. Ryan. Nope, call right now. As you as our fix official this. representative of Canada, we need answers. Yeah. We need to fix this. <laughs> Ryan's watching the fucking World Series, waiting for the goddamn Boston Red Sox. I don't even know if they're playing tonight, but and they're welcome. They got uh, that pitcher from the White Sox. Oh, and the White Sox were garbage a couple years ago, and, and they a, had like a badass pitcher sale. Yeah, and a bunch of fucking really good pitchers from the Tigers because when we fired our GM, he tra- had already traded a bunch of people to the Red Sox and then had a job magically with the Red Sox. So, mm. fuck you, Dave Dombrowski, you piece of <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, dude. I, Left the Tigers well, the, fucking dis. The White Sox were garbage, and they had a good pitcher. They, they, yeah, they Chris Sales. I know who Chris Sales is. I don't watch baseball a lot, but I know who Chris Sales is. We yeah, had, 
I mean, we had Verlander at the time, but we also had Rick Porcello, who ended up playing, is in Boston right now, and there was somebody else that we sent over there. Maybe J.D. JD Martinez? He wasn't a pitcher, but he was one of our fucking best infielders and hitters. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he's in Boston, too. So you're welcome, Boston, from fucking the good people of Detroit, where Dave Dombrowski fucked us over. <clears throat> but Fight. Fucking no time versus Lionheart, man. Yeah, interesting, interesting fight. This has got first round knockout written all over it. Yeah, and or I'm picking Ozdemir. All I'm going Ozdemir all day. You're picking Ozdemir, huh? I, yeah, I like Ozdemir and I like his chances, and he probably is going to knock him out. But I like Anthony Smith. Look, I really like Anthony Smith. He's won me over, but I've never been on his boat. He's won me over. Doesn't mean I'm gonna jump on his boat. Right. I'm going Ozdemir, but the guy has won me over. I, when I saw him lose against um, Tiago Santos, Alex, yeah, Tiago Santos, and he moved up. I thought it was a skill thing, and not a weight cutting thing. He showed me it was more of a weight cutting thing, and you know he might have taken out questionable opponents, but still, those guys are names, and he caught them. He got them. Like they were ranked where they were ranked for a reason, you know. There might there not there might not be a lot of talent at two oh five, but he's he made his way up there pretty quick by taking out some good names. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he sold me in that regard, but once you get to the top of that division, it gets it turns into a brick wall of sorts. Like the top the top of that division is just killers, and uh, I think Ozdemir's kind of trying to prove himself in that aspect just because DC is the one that's taken him out and gave him his first loss. He yeah. was knocking everyone they put in front of him out, and DC's yeah. like, yeah, that's not going to happen with me. DC made him look like a bitch. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting how how he recovers from that, but DC's DC. We saw what he did to Miocic. We've seen what he's done to Rumble. Oh, yeah. We've seen what he does to everybody not named John mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah, so Ozdemir could be easily the number three guy behind John Jones. Or the number two guy behind the champion, which would be whoever John Jones or Gustafson would be, which would leave one and two, or champion and, and one, and Ozdemir, I think, would fall yeah, Ozdemir, easily, well, he, e- easily right there. He's number two right now, and, and yeah. with good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to take Anthony Smith. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking take a gamble on the kid. Well, not even a kid because he's, he's been around for fucking years. <laughs> yeah, that experience is what I'm like, man, he's been there forever. Had some fights. He's, he can, he, yeah. I, I just, what if, he, dude, what if the puzzle just clicked for him? Click, and he's putting it together. The hands, that accuracy, yep. that power. The maybe he's got the power now because he's not cutting the weight. So I mean, I'm definitely. Oh yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm not like certain. Like this, it's not with the ultimate confidence. I'm like Anthony Smith's gonna whoop his ass. I won't be shocked if Ozdemir. I mean, these two are just gonna fucking throw bombs. Yeah, that's yeah. There's not gonna be there's not gonna be any wrestling in this fucking fight. It's just gonna be bombs and kicks. And that's yeah, the other that's thing, Anthony Ozdemir. Smith. That's the other thing, Anthony Smith's got good kicks too. Mm-hmm. Smith's got two inches in height, and two inches in reach, and four inches in leg reach. Damn. I'm sorry, one inch in reach. Two inch in height, one inch in reach, four leg reach. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take him. It's gonna uh, be a good fight. It is gonna, gonna be, be a good, good fight. fight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, stepping in on short notice, 
due to the uh, fallout of the McGregor-Habib brawl and uh, Artem Lobov's opponent getting fired, Michael Johnson's going to step in to take on Artem Lobov. So... Artem Lobov's opponent might not be the one that jumped. He might not be the one that jumped in and hit Connor. Okay. I heard it was. I heard it was a crowd member. Still Khabib's uh, team, but someone that was in the crowd and not part of Khabib's corner. I uh, could be mistaken, but that's that's the last I heard. I forgot if it was on the fighter and the kid or the big brown breakdown or exactly. I listen to so much MMA fucking shows. I don't remember <laughs> the MMA hour with Luke Thomas. Well, yeah, he those. wasn't. He wasn't the guy. The guy that Artem was supposed to fight wasn't the guy in the red that jumped in and sucker punched mm-hmm. him. But I'm pretty sure he was the one in the black that jumped, tried to jump up on top of the ring when uh, after Habib had jumped into the cage or jumped out of the cage and and went at uh, Dylan Dennis and. Him and Connor had at it at the fence, and then came yeah. came around the security guard and yeah. punched but him in the face. If if that's the case, I think he. I don't know. I don't know if he should get fired. A suspension and off of this fight would make more sense than than fired because Connor did attack in that instance, and I'm not saying Connor should be um, punished of sorts for attacking him when this guy jumped into the ring. You know, he was trying to go back up his teammate, jumping into a circle of Connor's. Uh, Connor's corner, but you know you don't, you still don't do that. So there has to be some, some punishment. I don't know if firing would. I think it would be a little extreme, but whatever for whatever reason the fight's off, and we got Michael Johnson and Artem Lobov now. I didn't realize until just now that this fight that Michael Johnson on short notice was going to be making the one forty five cut. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Because he used to be at 155, and his last two or three have been at 145. I think I think he's only fought at 145 once, maybe twice. You might be right, but I think he I think he's only fought once. I still th- I think this is a hard matchup for Lobov though. And then I look at the records, and they're both nope, you're pretty two. His last, they're two. both pretty spotty. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in. You were right. It is his last two. He fought Elkins and got submitted and then uh, got the split decision over Touchy Feely. Yeah. Yeah, but these guys don't have the best of records. 19 and 2 for Michael Johnson and 14 and and 1 for the. Oh, Artem's fucking record is god awful. Yeah, so. It's god awful. But my gut tells me that the menace is going to take this one. Mine too. But it's just, I don't want to count Art, Artem out. He's a tough motherfucker, and he hits hard. The cut worries me for Michael on short notice. He's still much better, the much better fighter. Yeah. Like, Michael Johnson is a, is a good fighter. He's got skill. He has the way bigger tool belt in this match. For sure. For sure. But, uh, I don't know, the way cut on short notice kind of concerns me. Yeah. I'm I'm still gonna go with Michael Johnson, but I'm still taking that, Mike that Johnson. But yeah, yeah, yeah. anything can happen. Artem does have hands, not great, but he's got T Rex hands, but they got some power behind them. Yeah. Uh, uh, fourth fight of the card, third third fight in this order. Uh, Misha Shirkinov taking on Patrick Cummins. I like this fight. 
Yeah, it's an interesting fight because uh, Serkinov had so much hype behind him. And he's kind of been deflated in his last couple of fights. Mm-hmm. That hype got there; it got taken away. Ozdemir knocked him out in the first round. That was the first chink in the armor, and then uh, he lost to Glover yeah, again, Glover. a knockout. Yeah, both. Yeah, after he got he comes, he debuts, knocks out Daniel Jolly, then gets three submissions in a row against Alex Nichols, Kutalaba, and Nikita Krylov. And then, yeah, Ozdemir fucking boop and Glover. Boop. Yeah, and Glover's been on somewhat of a decline against the, not decline, but against the top talent. He has, um, he struggles a lot. Oh, no, decline is, is a great way he to say old, it. He is old. Yeah. He's old like, as I, fuck, I, I, and he's fought 50-some fights. Yeah. Glover's. Yeah. I don't want to count the dude out. I want to see him against some younger talent, maybe. Because he or not younger talent, but maybe not not so high talent for the good of him to see where he's at. Still, thirty four. I was way off. I don't know why I thought Glover had fifty fights. I thought he had. I thought he had a bunch of fights in Brazil. Um, before he's old as shit though. He, he is looks old, old as shit. shit. Well, yeah, he got in the UFC late because of his visa issues for so long. He couldn't fight in America. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh yeah, but uh, Pat Cummins doesn't have the best of records either. Man, he's nah. had some tough times at two hundred five. Nope. Ten and four. And all, he, all the all the credit to the guy though. He came in against DC, and he has had some. He's beat the guys he's had to beat, but against the top level guys, um, he just can't do it. Even against uh, I get I would say mid range guys, he he struggles against. Maybe he's a, a top heavy wrestler. He like beat. He, he put on a good fight with uh. The, with his win with uh, Jalante or Jean Jalante, and his fight with yeah, Blahovitz yeah. was really good too. Mm-hmm. He can take. I mean, he can take a beating. Ruggiero put a beating on him, knocked him out. Oh yeah, Cummins fucked him up, or not Cummins? Uh, Glover fucked him up. But it's but that's Glover. Like yeah, who Saint Bru? Like yeah, he he beats the guys he should beat, but then when it's questionable, that's like Glover is a tough guy, man. Yeah, that's no one to. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, Glover, besides Jones. Even Corey Anderson. If Corey Anderson had a little bit more power behind his hits, I think he he, he could have put away Patrick Cummins. Probably. But Corey Anderson, Corey Anderson plays it safe, and he did win a three-round decision against Pat Cummins. So, like I said, he beats the guys he should beat against the guys that you're like, fuck, man, I don't know. He usually either gets out-decisioned or they put the hands on him. Um, and th- this is an interesting fight, man, because we don't know where Misha is, and we kind of have an understand. We kind of know where Cummings is in the like in the in in the standings. I don't I don't know where Misha lies because he got he had so much hype behind him, and I don't think we've seen him as much as we've seen Cummings. No, I don't think we have either. It's been when was Misha's last fight? Let's see. Misha's last fight took place in 2017, December. December 16, 2017 was the last time we saw him fight. And his last win was against Nikita Krylov. And that was a 2016, while. December, almost two years ago. Yeah. Round one submission. The guy, the guy had a lot of hype behind him. For sure. He had a lot of submission. Well, let's see. He had one, two, three, four. He stopped four guys on his way into the into the UFC. Either by KO, one KO, 
TKO, and then uh, three submissions in the second round, third round, and first. So he did have some impressive wins, but two devastating losses in the first round kind of set him back. I'm uh, I'm gonna go. I like. I will go on this cross because Patrick Cummins is just like one of those dudes that I really like, and I'll mm-hmm. just pick him because of it. Like I just enjoy watching Pat Cummins fight. Like they're not yeah. always great performances, but between that fucking mustache and how beat up his goddamn face gets in every fight, like he looks like one of those old timey fucking weightlifters or like bare bare knuckle boxers. Yeah, yeah. Back in the fucking way back in the day, so. I just like Pat Cummins. I'm, I'm I like Pat him. Cummins too, but I'm I'm gonna go with Misha from Latvia. Latvia. Latvia, Russia. Uh, third fight of the main card: Andre Sukumtath taking on newcomer Jonathan Martinez. Yeah, the Dragon, bro. Nine and one. The Dragon, the the Shadow Man. Shadow um, he has no fights in the UFC. Nope. And um, he has no known weaknesses, just like Vitor Belfort. <laughs> no, he. We, I don't know anything. He's 24 years old. He's a young guy. I know Sukumatal. He last lost to uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. He looked good in the first round, but Sugar Sean kind of stepped it up. And that was a fight, Sugar Sean. Uh... Put it on him. And hurt his foot. Yeah, he broke his foot, and he was still able to to hold him off in the third round. But su- actually, Sukuman thought fucked up. He could have held him down and, and won two rounds to one. But that third round, he did not hold him down, and he stood up with him, and Sugar Sean was still winning. Um, Interesting fact about uh, Jonathan Martinez. His lone pro loss is via uh, DQ illegal knee. To uh, USC vet Matt Schnell back in December of 2015. So I learned okay. something thanks to the USC website bio of the kid. He's okay. got thir- three first round finishes, five wins by KO, and two by submission, both by armbar. Uh, interesting prospect, but yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sukhmatatha. Won one fight in the UFC, so it's probably a pretty good guy to give Jonathan Martinez too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Martinez. Well, looks say, like fuck uh, it, gamble on the new guy. Yeah, it looks like they have something on their hands, or they think they do at least. Because I've seen a couple Sukumatov fights, even though he's lost. But you know, it could be a good intro for him. Good Sum- win. Sukumatov's a, fu- a tough fighter for sure. Yeah. What? It, and it's a completely new guy. So Sukumatov is like, who knows? He could be. They could be throwing him a bone. Yep. Uh, second fight of the main card: John Volante taking on Ed Short Fuse Herman. Uh, Short Fuse on a little resurgence, fighting the back. I mean, he he was like yeah. just not to me, fighting for a long time, and then to me, these guys fight very similar. A lot of power punches and just stand there and trade. Not a, not much of a resurgence in the way of wins. He's uh. Not won a fight in the UFC since 2016, but just Oof. being around. Damn, last last loss was to CB Dalloway. CB Dalloway in last July. I'm going with Volante, man. Oh, God, yeah. 
I'm going with Volante. I think Volante is probably going to head kick him and murder him. I think Volante is a tougher guy and can take more damage, and I think they fight very similar. So, Just tough guys that are going to go out there and throw down. Damn, Volante lost to Sam Melvy last. Yeah, that was when out. Sam Melvy stepped up on short notice, I think, mm-hmm. and went up to 205 and fought him. Or maybe it was after he stepped up on short notice and then he called out John Volante. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was, yeah. I'm I'm still going with John. Yeah, I'm going to take John. It's a it's a good matchup as far as where they're kind of sitting at in the UFC. It's probably a loser leaves town match. Could be. Could be. Uh, kicking off the main card, Alex the Dominican Nightmare Garcia taking on Court McGee. The Amish dude. The Amish looking dude, yeah. Yeah, old, the Amish looking dude. Old court, man. He's been around for a while. Oh, damn. He mustached it out this time before he would get rid of the mustache and just have the Amish beard. Uh, he's yes. on a two-fight losing streak going back to 2017. Yeah. Last win coming in 2016 against Dominique Steele. Garcia looks like a nightmare. He fucking jacked. Did Yoked. Court McGee win the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, right. Court McGee won the Ultimate Fighter. I, was, I, was, uh, I don't remember if he won it. He might have won it. I remember him on it, but I don't remember if he won it. I just don't remember what has, season he was. It has the UFC belt next to his name versus him and Chris McKay in his first fight. And it's the Ultimate Fighter finale. Yeah. Team uh, Adela versus Ortiz. Yeah, he must have won it. Damn. Crazy. He's had an up and down. Wins a couple, loses a couple. Wins one, loses one. I'm going to take Garcia. Yeah, that's what I was going to was gonna go for, too. I was leaning more towards Garcia. Maybe some jujitsu, my friend. A little jujitsu. Nordin Talib taking on Sean Strickland in your FS2 featured prelim fight. This is going to be a good fight, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in this fight. Taleb is, or Talib is coming off a loss to Claudio Silva back in May by submission before that knockout wins or knockout win over Danny Roberts and a decision win over Oliver and Camp. I'm going with Nordine <clears throat> over Strickland. Oh, Tarzan. Strickland's last win was in November of 2017 against Court McGee. Oh, shit. He lost it in uh, May to um, Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos. Yeah, I'm going with Nordine. Yeah, I'm going to take Nordine as well. T-Ball Goatee taking on Narast Hak Parast. You mean Baby Gaslam? Yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fucking German German Gaslam. Yeah, German Gaslam. He looks like a skinny, in-shape uh, Kevin Gaslam. <laughs> yeah, I remember his last fight. <laughs> Yeah, Maserantos, he's... I was like, holy shit, it is it. And yeah, we were all fucking high as shit laughing about that when he fought Dia Casey. Yeah. Versus uh, 
Tibalt Godi. Tibalt Godi. Tibalt Godi from France. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I like baby. I like baby. Um, Gastelum. Baby Gastelum. Yeah, I'm going with him just because I thought it was hilarious that he looked like Gastelum. Gotti lost to Sage Northcutt. Was that his last fight? Yeah, his last fight in February. That was the the last fight that I think Sage had. Right. I don't know. I'm with you though. I'm taking baby baby Gaslam. Yeah, I'm going baby Gaslam. Oh. Uh, Calvin Qatar. Calvin Cater. Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. Uh, taking on and welcoming to the UFC, uh, Cage Warriors alum and I believe former Cage Warriors champion Chris Fishgold. Um, interesting to see Cater on. Oh, because he lost last. That's why. I remember seeing him on the rise, especially after he beat Feely, then beat Burgos. But I, I don't remember that loss against Moicano. Oh, he's dropping. Oh, that's what. Okay. That's why I got confused because this fight's taking place at 145. But I remember Patty Pimblett was the 145 champion. Though. That's because uh, Fishgold was the Cage Warriors lightweight champion. Okay. Or is. <laughs> I don't know if he vacated or not. Uh, Cage Warriors lightweight champion with three successful defenses. Um, 11 first round finishes, two wins by knockout, 12 submission. Uh, of that 12, five by guillotine, six by rear naked choke, and an arm bar. And he's on a seven-fight winning streak. Okay. Fishgold can fight. Yeah, I've, I've seen I, – I know I've seen Fishgold fight at least once. I think 11 first – Maybe two. 11 first-round finishes. Him and Patty – him and Patty were on a couple cards together. Yep, Cage Warriors lightweight champion. Mm-hmm. Three he's, successful title defenses. So he's dropping down for this opportunity in the UFC. Interesting. Good for him. Grab that brass ring, young man. I I I want Fish Gold to do well. I'd like to see I'd like to see him succeed. Tough guy to come into the uh, UFC. Definitely. Too. It definitely is. Cater's uh, only got three fights. This is going to be his fourth, but still four fights to one. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Fish Gold. Fuck it. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna take two guys making their debut this week. I'm gonna go with Fish Gold too. Playing with house money, baby. It's fucking Red Dead Day. Ooh wee. Ooh wee. Uh your opening fight of the FS two prelims is Sarah Morris taking on Toledo Bernardo. Damn. Damn. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be a boring fight. Yeah, this is going to be a, a boring decision. Sarah Morris loves Sarah Morris cheesecake. That's her nickname. Loves uh, loves ground fighting. So Sarah loves loves ground fighting. Yes, but uh, she's got to be careful. Toledo Bernardo with an eighty percent sub uh, rate. And from Brazil, my friend. Yes. Yes. Mucho obrigado. So we shall see. We shall see. I I, I think uh, I think Morris is probably going to try to wrestle fucker to death. Yeah, probably. Uh, just I'm going to Lita. I I'm going to say 
uh, Morris by split decision. Unless Talita catches her the sub. Uh, okay, so we got a guy making... We got one guy making his debut versus a guy making his debut off the Contender Series. <laughs> uh, T. Edwards versus Don Madge or Mage. Veg? From South Africa. Pfft, I don't Don Veg? <laughs> yes, except it's with an M. Okay. So like Badge. With, with, with an M, Madge, I think, or Maged. I don't know. We'll find out because yeah, I don't know the shit about. E- I don't know shit about either one of these guys. We don't even know what they look like. Nope. It's the shadows. guys from South Africa. The guy could be white. Yeah, it's just Shadow Men. Yeah, they could look like fucking Deant Word. Elon Musk. You ever, have you ever seen uh, Deant Word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of weird. That, that chick. Dude, but she'd be a lot hotter if she didn't cut her hair all fucked up. But Ninja can fucking rap. The, the guy, the, the dude, yeah, the rapper, the, the MC. Yeah, yeah, Ninja can fucking Yolandi can rap too. But Ninja, a weird. But Ninja is is fucking dope. Their music's yeah, weird. They, yeah, they, they they definitely got their own thing going, but uh, for sure, a little weird. Oh yeah. But it's hype I'll throw them on every once in a while when I'm bored of listening to regular music. I'll be like, I don't want to listen to something weird. <laughs> Diane, here we go. Two fights left. Uh, Arjun Singh Bueller taking on Marcelo Gome. Oh, shit. Arjun's back. Arjun's Remember, what, back. Didn't, didn't he jump into like a Darth choke or something like that? And he just. What he did took, <laughs> Yeah, I think so. He just, he forced himself into a submission and got choked out, I think, or got knocked out. Yeah, yeah he, got, he got choked out. He lost my submission. Super good wrestler, very powerful wrestler, just doesn't – I don't think he knows uh, the submission game all too well. No. Yeah. And I, I, I really want to root for him and I want to go for him, but he's going against a fucking Brazilian. and um, Who likes to just knock people out. Yeah, yeah, and it seemed like he didn't really know – that position that he was in was a very basic position that he should not have been caught in. Yeah, is all I'm trying to say. It seemed yeah, yeah. very amateur esque. Very. No, I. Rem- it seemed like he's a very, very good wrestler that doesn't know how to do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. And to me, that's that's a shame because, you know, it, it would benefit him a fucking fuck ton. Right. I couldn't have said it any better. So I'm I'm going with Arjun just because I like the dude. That that's who I'm rooting for. Hopefully he's. Fucking brushed up because I think I don't know how long it's been since he's been out. It hasn't been that long, but it's been at least a good five months. That I don't I haven't seen him. Let's see when was his last fight? Damn, this is only his third fight in the UFC. Yeah, as I say he's only had two fights. Um, damn, back in April, so yeah, it's been a while. But like I said, he jumped into a submission, so yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, opening the card, this should be actually a pretty good fight, but, uh, Stevie Ray taking on Jessen Araya. Yeah, this should be a good fight. So, is Stevie Ray moving up? Is this at 170? No, it's at 55. So, how is, how did Jason Iria fight? Okay, never mind. Never mind. I thought fucking Till was at 185 because he should be, but he's at 170. And I was thinking this guy was at 185 as well. But no, he's dropping from 170. Okay. Okay. Makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Stevie Ray. I do too. I like Stevie Ray a lot. Not only Stevie Ray Vaughn, the guitarist. But... 
not because he just reminds me of that, but um, I, I forgot who he beat that. He really impressed me. Uh, Joe Lozon, uh, Ross Peterson, really good wins. Yeah, that Ross Peterson fight was good, and so was the Lozon. I mean, that the, was good for, on his part. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'll take Stevie in this fight. Yeah, I'm going Stevie as well. All right. Well, that's the fight card. Uh, let's catch up on some of this news, and then uh, I got to go pick up my game. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Damn. <clears throat> Damn. Uh, so this happened last week, but uh, Eddie Alvarez signed a contract to go and compete in one championship, one fighting championship. Sorry, I should make sure. One FC. Um, For a lot of money. A lot of money. Uh, what do you think, Ralph? Do you think do you think Eddie made made a good decision? Um. Yes, in for two reasons: the money. Yep. He's gonna get paid. Yep. And it grows one FC. Yep. And also, he's he's not gonna be fighting guys like Dustin Poirier and fucking mm-hmm. Justin Gaethje. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has a rapport in Japan already. Yeah, and he doesn't have that belt. Right. But he's not going to take the beatings that he's taken anymore. So he's getting paid. He's helping a, a promotion grow even outside of the UFC, which is going to help the UFC grow outside of the uh, the United States as well, in my opinion. Yeah. And um, it just validates that uh, 1FC that much more. And it's a nice it, segue. It's much- as much as I do not want to, sorry. To no, 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 you're fine. You continue your thought. As, as much as I don't want to see Eddie Alvarez leave the UFC because there are potential matchups that he w- will be good at, it's better for his career, money wise, and it's better for the MMA game in the whole, in my opinion. I honestly thought when Chandler re signed with Bellator that Eddie was probably going to go back because his mm-hmm. sour taste for Bellator was under the Bjorn era and it wasn't under the Coca era, Coker era. Yeah. So. And I know I I want to see the third Alvarez and, and fucking Chandler fight. So, but what you were saying about the expansions of the brands was a really great segue. And I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought I thought you were finished with your thoughts. So I was just moving it into it. But anyway, um, yeah. So the rumor is there's going to be a trade. Apparently what? we're fucking. Apparently we're fucking trading players here like it's the goddamn NFL. Yeah, so I, I have questions, and I don't know what this means. So, first of all, it's still rumored, right? It's not a done deal. Not a done deal. Well, wait. Um, yeah, it's not a done deal. Okay, so a question that I have, can the UFC just trade Mighty Mouse without Mighty Mouse agreeing to this? Well, Which I don't think I don't think, I don't think they, they can. I don't think they can, but I I definitely don't believe this is a situation that he wouldn't be agreeing to, and it and because of what I what I you and I talked about off air, and it was something I, I that just came to my mind earlier today. Yeah, I I say you I say you tweet this out. I don't know how many people have made this connection. <laughs> I didn't make this connection till you said something about it, and then it made a lot more sense. Than just my selfish reason for not wanting Mighty Mouse to leave. Well, it didn't. It didn't make sense at all to me. Like when I when this first started um, being announced, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" But it just it it hit me like a bolt of lightning out of nowhere. I was playing UFC earlier and fighting against Mighty Mouse, and I was talking. My my buddy brought up the trade, and uh, 
it hit me, and I was like, you know, Matt Hume has uh, is involved with One FC. <clears throat> so Mighty so Mouse it makes, is uh, it makes sense. Mighty Mouse's manager trainer is it his man. No, he has a different manager. His trainer is he's the vice president vice president of operations damn yeah so once you said that it made a lot of sense that mighty mouse would take off over there because he would get paid as well paid and he's working for and his boss is his fucking best friend damn so and it makes sense because it gives well like you said so this is this is one FC's chance to send their most dominant champion into the UFC to prove what he can do. And it's also the UFC sending its most dominant champion ever, even though he doesn't hold the belt anymore, mm-hmm. over to their organization. But I think this I think it it's just something for Demetrius. And and maybe it's I don't know. I don't know what's going to mean for the future of the 125 pound division, but yeah. So there might not be a fight 125 pound division. Like, yeah. So it was a very. I thought it was a close match. Well, no, I didn't think it was. I thought Mighty Mouse won that match. People thought it was a close match. They gave it to Henry, and now we're not even going to see the rematch. Now we didn't even get to see that. Now we're not even going to see that, and now we're not. We might not even get. Well, we will we'll get Henry going up to 135 if that's the. If, I don't like, think we'll, it. I don't think it was going to be for Henry to go up to 135. I still think TJ wants to come down to 25. But what's up with that division? Like, if they're getting rid of Mighty Mouse, they don't give a fuck about that division. No, they might do that fight just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. If if TJ can take the belt, then you know who knows. But collapse the division probably. That that's probably what they would ultimately want to happen. Was their one thirty five champion drop down and close the division out, and then everybody goes to one thirty five or to other organizations, and maybe this is an opportunity as like to set up a working relationship to send the one twenty five pounders over there. I don't know, because a lot of them were going to fucking Ryzen. Um, you know they lost they lost Gooch to Ryzen, so at least. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. some more shit's cooking between one FC and fucking and uh, and the UFC because yeah, that, that's what I was thinking too. What if they start cross promoting? That could be. I mean, I don't see them doing it with anybody else in Japan. They're not going to work with Ryzen because uh, Sakibara and uh, and Dana, I don't think, have the best relationship after. The- and again, dude, like this is another move that validates one FC in a major way. Majorly. And 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 not only them acquiring Mighty Mouse and having talent, but the UFC acknowledging that they have talent on this level and wanting it as well. Yeah. In so many ways, this is boosting up one FC. In my opinion, it was a big there's big time there's big time organizations. There's UFC, and then way below that, there's Bellator. And I would say even below that was 1FC slash Ryzen, almost on there, with the PFL 
coming in uh in fifth, I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. And to me, this is this is a giant step getting close that that much closer to Bellator is one FC now. And Bellator, in my opinion, is pretty big. Like it's not UFC, but it's pretty big. They they they're getting some guys, they're doing their tournament thing. People are watching their events. Well, I would argue. I I mean. If you take out a, a Chael and a Fedor, I would say that arguably Mighty Mouse might be a bigger superstar, a bigger, bigger star in MMA than anybody else in Bellator. I would not say that that he's a better fighter, obviously, but but like, I mean, Musashi's a big name. So is Rory McDonald, but none of them are fucking stars in the in the level that. Mighty Mouse says none of them have ever. Neither one of them were ever in a T or in T-Mobile commercials and other shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean. But like gaming channels. Like yeah, they, yeah, they have yeah, a, yeah. That's what I they mean. They have a social like, media presence. Yeah, he's a, he's a star. I mean, he's yeah. not a, he's not a superstar. He's not selling major pay per views, but he's he's a star nonetheless. Among he's, the MMA community, he's yep. definitely a star though. Yeah, I know Rory is too, but Mighty Mouse is more outspoken. That's what. I, well, and Mighty Mouse is more well known. Yeah, I would say. Rory, I, you know, it's not a knock on Rory or anything. It's just the guy was the most dominant champion in UFC history. Yep. What more do you need to say? Yeah. Um. All right. It's, it, we'll be we'll definitely be monitoring this situation as it continues. So, uh, a couple more news stories, and then, uh, yeah, it's Red Dead time. Uh, Alistair Overeem versus Sergey Pavlich added to UFC Beijing. Um, that is going to be headlined by Francis Ngannou versus Curtis Blades, part two. Hooey. Electric Ooh-wee. boogaloo. Boo, boom. And uh, Alex Cowboy Oliveira versus Gunnar Nelson has been added to the UFC 231 lineup. That's a good fight. It is a good fight. It'll be good to see Gunnar back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been where? <laughs> it's been a while. And uh, finally, the Nevada State Athletic Commission is going to release half of Habib Nurmagomedov's $2 million UFC 229 purse, but has extended suspensions for Habib and Conor McGregor. Pay me! He getting paid. He getting paid. Getting paid. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yep. Um. Oh, I got some stuff. I almost forgot. All right, hit me with it quick. Yeah, uh, Canelo signs a three hundred fifty-six million dollar deal for eleven fights with DAZN. Yes. That's a uh, minimum, so he can make more. Yep. And like I brought, I I I know I've gotten I got discussed a lot in the uh, the uh, Fight Club, but I mean it's no different than. Anybody exclusively fighting for HBO or Showtime or ESPN? Yeah. So it, what really matters is that we're not going to have to pay eighty dollars a pay per view to watch Canelo. We're right. Have to pay ten a month. It's landmark. It's landmark for DAZN. It's huge mm-hmm. for them. For, oh, for yeah. a brand new thing, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huge. What else you got? And uh, let's see. Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, the Bellator final for the heavyweight tournament is set. We're going to have. Fedor versus Ryan Bader. Fedor versus Bader. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Um, like that fight. We've seen Fedor kind of putting it back on 
putting his heavy hands on, kind of using his sambo to neutralize Chael's wrestling. But we're gonna be we're gonna see him versus a way better version of Chael. So way better with yeah. better striking, better everything, strength, heart, <laughs> striking, wrestling. <coughs> Maybe not wrestling, but. He is stronger, and he does have really good wrestling techniques. So maybe he is a very good wrestler. Not on yeah. Chael's level, no. But it's going to be a good. It, it turned out to be a good uh, tournament, and this middleweight one just started. For, or yeah, middle no welterweight just started for them. So that one's going. It seems it's going to be good as well. So hell yeah, Bellator's doing it. And um, final thoughts. Uh, prayers for Roman Reigns. He's yeah. battling leukemia. Thank you for bringing he, that up. He had to uh, relinquish his universal title. Um, prayers for him. He has been battling it for 11 years. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've been a Roman Reigns fan. I know he, he gets mixed reviews, but I've always been a fan of Roman Reigns. Um, he doesn't write the stories. He's just there to do his job. And now the guy is going to go fight cancer in his personal life. It's going to be about years, they say, that he's going to come back. But all prayers go to Roman Reigns and um, his family. I think someone else was fighting, I think, uh, colon cancer or liver cancer. One of his uncles. So prayers for them. Yeah, that was a crazy revelation, man. That was was pretty crazy. I teared up when the the Shield uh, came out and they did their, their fist. They're fisting out, and yeah. uh, dude, Seth Rollins is bawling. Dean, you could see his face. Is, you can see him; he's been crying too. And Roman is—he's all teared up because he just had to give up his title, right? But uh, you can see how much it hurts them. And there's people out there saying, "Oh, this better not be a work. This is definitely not a work no, by the no, WWE. No, no, no. Definitely not. This is 100% real." And um, yeah, I hope that guy comes back better than ever. And not even shoves it down everyone's throat, dude. That guy's gonna come back so much, so popular uh, after beating uh, leukemia, which I think he can. I think he will. Um, he's just—he's gonna be—he's the—he's the next John Cena, whether people want it or not. He's the next John Cena, especially if he comes back from this. And, I, and I'm glad for the dude. He's a really good worker. They've been pushing him for a reason, and um, I hope he really—he—he he gets uh, back a hundred percent. He comes back better than ever. Couldn't have said it any better myself, sir. All right. That's going to wrap it up. I got to go. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this three-year journey so far. Those of you that have uh, that have been here from the beginning to those of you that are just joining us, finding us on the, the Loaded Joe's Podcast Network. I'm out that pussy when I'm up, bitch. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Raphael's out that pussy when he nuts. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Drop down to get your ego on. I don't care for boring people. I think you're lame. I only politic with goons while out the frame.